Welcome to the Claussen Heating and Air Conditioning Podcast. A look at some of the biggest challenges homeowners face when trying to keep their homes comfortable and how Claussen uses their experience, expertise, and problem-solving skills to connect people to comfort. If you have a specific question about your home, call 503-618-9646 or go to ClaussenHeating.com. Now with the General Manager of Claussen Heating and Air Conditioning, here's your host, Luke Anderson. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the third episode of the Clausen Heating and Cooling Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about zoning. Tim? Yeah. How are you, sir? Good morning. How are you? Fantastic. Awesome. Um, zoning. What yeah. is zoning? What is zoning? That's a great question. So, <laughs> Good place to start. I yeah, figure. it's a great place to start. So zoning is really, to simplify it, the ability to take your home or structure and condition different locations at different temperatures. Really what it is. It's really about comfort. Yeah, there's a energy savings, I suppose, but it's really more about comfort. Okay, interesting. I didn't even think of it as different temperatures in different areas. Yeah. My, my initial thought, because last, last podcast we were talking about variable speed. And yeah. We were talking about how using variable speed allows you to use only the energy you need to get the temperature that you need. So yeah. if there's a small drop, you don't need to kick on the full force of, of your fan. You don't need to kick on the full force of your air conditioning unit or your furnace. You, you want to be able to kind of slowly get it. Yeah. I thought zoning was the problem that I have in my house, which is upstairs is always warmer than downstairs. Right, right. So I thought it was getting the same temperature everywhere, but you're saying that you can actually go, I like the living room warmer than I like the bedroom because I sleep cold. Exactly. Okay. Well, and if you had zoning, you could do it that way too, where I want the same temperature everywhere. So zoning goes both ways. Okay. Because when we have, you know, multiple level houses, upstairs is always a different environment than downstairs because of exposure. So if you said, hey, I want my upstairs to be the exact temperature as my downstairs, zoning can do that. Okay. You could also say, I want my upstairs to be a different temperature than my downstairs. And naturally it is because of that exposure, but you could say, hey, because of that exposure, um, I don't want to heat the rest of the house up or cool the rest of the house down to be able to be comfortable up there. So it's, it's kind of, you know, one analogy that we like to use is, you know, when you walk into a home, you don't turn on your light switch and all of the lights in the house come on. That's yeah, that really sense. zoning. Okay. You go to each room and you turn a light on. If you want light in that room, you turn it on and it's on. And if you don't want it in another room, why turn it on? You don't need sure. it. Zoning is kind of that way. Now, it's not as crystal clear as that because, yeah. you know, it's lights. It's on or off. Yeah. Lights really, I mean, it's a, there's a lot more, I guess, it's just structured a lot more because zones can bleed into another. Sure. You know, if yeah, you have a, if you light, have, lighting still bleeds in from yeah, one, one and lighting to the other can too, bleed so. to a point. Yeah. Probably not as much as airflow and, yeah. and zoning, but the the thought process is the same. So if I walk into a three level home and I want my lower level because it's closer to ground, so it's gonna really probably have more of a heating load than my upper level. If I want that a different temperature temperature than my upper level, I can do that with zoning. Yeah. And so that's really what it is. And, and one of the things where the, the lighting analogy may fail a little bit, and this is something that we've talked about, you don't want to have those the real abrupt 
there's no heating, there's no cooling. Now I need to get it. To, it's 100 degrees everywhere. I want to take it from, you know, 100 down to a comfortable temperature. You right. always want to kind of keep things close to that temperature that you like. You don't want to yeah. have to go from zero to, to full force at, yeah. at any point. It yeah. takes a lot more energy and there's some other yeah. benefits. And, and for the most part, when we look at uh, statistics, most people will have ranges in their zones that really don't go past much more than five to six degrees, okay. seven degrees maybe. So it's not like, hey, I want my upstairs to be 60 yeah. for because I like sleeping cold, but I want my middle floor to be 80. Yeah. For one, most equipment, unless it's more of a commercial type equipment, the systems can't heat and cool at the same time. So yeah. if you said, hey, I want to heat this zone at one time, but I'll cool this zone at one time, that system can't say, well, I, I can go in both. Yep. Now, there are systems out there, um, Mitsubishi has one called City Multi, where they can heat and cool at the same time. But your traditional residential equipment, it's either heating or cooling. And so the zoning now is, I'm going to give you less of that or more of that, depending on what you're asking in that zone. Yeah. Well, and I, I guess I'm maybe making a mistake by just thinking residential too. There's probably yeah. a lot more zoning that goes on well, in it, co the commercial space. Absolutely. And, that, and that's really, again, where it started. And that a lot of things from the commercial environment has made its way into the residential environment because of you know indoor air quality was always high in commercial because you had all these people together you know with you know sneezing different diseases and different sicknesses sure, yeah. you had to have a higher quality of indoor air quality um and so some of that filtered down into residential and hey well if we go to work and we're doing this why wouldn't we do it at home and so zoning is certainly one of those things interesting interesting yeah. so when when you start to look at a, a zoning plan for somebody do you map out the house with a customer how do you how do you really set down because i i imagine i'm just thinking of the logistics probably not just upstairs downstairs it's also you know windows and and you know how close you are to the garage probably yeah. makes a difference all of those things yeah. do you start with a map of the a floor plan of the house well yeah so we have to start with, again with anything that we do with putting equipment together the beginning, the starting place is the house, meaning the house picks the load. In other words, how much, how much capacity do I need? The house picks it. You don't get to pick it as a homeowner. I don't get to pick it as your contractor. The house picks it in the way it's constructed, the insulation values, the amount of windows, which direction they face, the exposure. When so it was built. When I it imagine. was built. Yeah. yeah. How tight is it? How, how loose is it? There's a ton of stuff. And there's a formula that we use to come up with that capacity. But once we arrive at that capacity, now we sit down with the customer and we say, okay, here's how your house is structured. You know, is it stacked on top three levels? Is it, you know, ramblers need zoning too, if they're spread out. Sure. Um, and then we start to talk with the homeowners about, hey, what are you doing in this room and what are you doing in this room and what do you really want in this room? And then it kind of comes down to a homeowner's choice because a lot of homeowners, for example, say, yeah, we want the ability, our bedroom, we like to sleep really cool and we don't, we want the ability, if we want to drive that temperature down to where we're comfortable to sleep, we don't want to drive the rest of the house down. Okay. Well, that's, that's a zone. Okay. Um, so we start to look at what they want in particular rooms. Um, and, and then we start to address it that way. And that will start to tell us how many zones 
there are in a house. And so the more zones, the more complex it gets, because again, there's going to be some bleed over from zone to zone. Um, so we really start there. Okay. And, and how do we attack that? What type, type of equipment, what type, type of options are there when you get into the actual building of the plan? Yeah, really, you can zone with any equipment. And what I mean by that is, as we talked last in our last podcast, you know, there's variable speed equipment, there's two stage equipment, and there's regular what we would call entry level single stage equipment. And you can, to a point, zone with any of those. Our standpoint and our uh, recommendation, high recommendation, is that you start with variable speed because, again, as your what we use in zoning is basically dampers that will open, modulate, open, and close for those zones based on what's being called for in that zone. And variable speed equipment can adjust its not only airflow but capacity to do that. So. Variable speed systems and zoning are like peanut butter and jelly. They just go together uh, or whatever, however, whatever analogy you want to use. But you can do it with other non-variable equipment, but it really doesn't have the effect. And there are some complications. And so our stance is you want zoning, you really have to have at least variable airflow. Okay. At least. If not, the better is variable airflow and variable capacity, but at least variable airflow. Okay. And with the damper system that you have, that's all built into the ductwork. And is there different technology that you need for your control panels? So would you have a control panel set up? in each zone is yeah. you know we have a the the nest equipment or the the wi-fi enabled equipment you can use your smartphone mm-hmm. what's the way that you can control those different zones yeah so w- with with like the train zoning for example you're going to have a series of dampers that modulate that is fitted into the duct system so if you're talking about new construction obviously you're putting it together when you're putting together the rest of the duct system if you're talking about an existing home um, retrofit wise, you have to go in now and sometimes create different duct work or redesign it to allow to a space to put those dampers in. And those dampers are tied to uh, basically what we call a panel. It's a zone panel. And the zone panel is connected to the main thermostat. And so they are the ones that talk to each other to say, okay, what is this zone calling for? What does it want? And therefore, what does the equipment need to do? And then in each zone, we'll put what's called a zone sensor. Yeah, okay. And nowadays, uh, it used to be that the zone sensors were just a little little stick on the wall you didn't even know really what it was doing now the zone sensors they they almost look like thermostats Uh, for the lack of a better word they are they're liquid crystal display they got high resolution you can control it from that zone so you wouldn't know it from anything else other than yeah that's not the main thermostat gotcha but yeah so as a homeowner though you you don't have to think about the the details that go behind that you just know that everything's working for you behind the scenes yeah and you can control it from any you can control it from the main thermostat or you can control it from the zone sensor in that zone. Either way you want to do it. Yeah. yeah. So so having those controls set up that way, I imagine you could probably do the same thing that I'm doing at home, connecting to Wi-Fi where you can adjust the temperature mm-hmm. going, all right, we're on vacation. Let's mm-hmm. take everything down. We're heading home early. Let's go ahead and you know yeah. turn, turn everything on so it's the correct temperature when we get home. Yeah, yeah. And then you can set it up to, you know, like with my system, you can set it up to where I can go on my smartphone or my tablet or whatever and find out what zone damper is at what 
uh, percentage. In other words, that damper is open to 46%. So how, how many homeowners care about the percentage of their damper is open? Anybody that cares <laughs> like they should, Luke, is the straight <laughs> answer to that. Uh, to, uh, not many. I mean, yeah. what they will do is get on there and say, okay, um, great for is if they, they are away and now they're coming back home and they're saying, you know what, we want, we're coming out of one environment, we're coming into another, let's maybe the system's been turned off or turned down. Mm-hmm. Let's manipulate those zones. So when we walk back in the home, the minute we walk back in, it's where we want it to be. That's usually what they do. Now, some of them do look on there to say, okay, how's my system working? What zone is it? What temperature? Um, and, and that's just, again, it's the geek factor of whoever we sell to that really answers that question. Fair enough. And, and most of your customers or, or most of the people that you've worked with that do this, are probably in the category of I want to be comfortable yeah. and I don't want to think about it. That's yeah. really one of your goals uh, at Clawson is to get people set up where it's it's something you don't have to think about. Right. Do you have the ability to set it and forget it with this or mm-hmm. is it something where you are constantly monitoring? No, you have the ability to set it and forget it. Uh, so my zone system in my house, it's been set at pretty much the same. Now, I do alter some things between winter and summer, mm. but it pretty much gets set. And I don't really think about it. I think more about, you know, what are my, what are my Rams doing? What are my Dodgers <laughs> doing? I don't think about it. So that, yeah, you're absolutely right. And that is our version of the, of a great system is you just don't think about it. You don't know when it's on, you don't know when it's off. You're just kind of always very comfortable and you're thinking about other things. When people have to think about their system, something is usually wrong. Either it's not working and there's a repair needed or they're not comfortable. Yeah. Now, again, we do run into, it, it's all about the person we do. I've, I've put two zone systems in the last two weeks, two different people, two totally different people. One guy tweaks with it like nobody's business. He's an engineer. That's what they do. And that's what they enjoy. They like getting on there and, oh, and he'll, he'll email me. My, my zone one was at 46%, just like you said. <laughs> then we have other people that set it, leave it, and we check back with them like, yeah, I forgot all about it. I'm just really comfortable. So thanks so much. But I haven't even thought about it. The moment you left, I haven't thought about heating or cooling. That's a pretty <laughs> good feeling. I would imagine. Yeah. 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 No, that's yeah. pretty good. Um, so I imagine that if we're doing the full variable speed system where it's not only variable uh, speed of the fan, but mm. variable capacity, you have all of these dampers in to mm. control all of the zones. I imagine that's a more expensive solution uh, for somebody. Yeah. yeah. Um, some of the other entry level things for older homes that don't have any ductwork built in you have the you know uh, single units for for rooms mm-hmm. these are a lot different than the cadet heaters uh, yeah. from years and years ago how viable is that a solution for zoning well i think everything's viable it just depends on on the on the level of comfort you want and what you want to spend so some people will say hey i want zoning and we'll say okay do you want that to be zoning with one piece of equipment or do you want multiple pieces of equipment? Meaning, I mean, we could put a separate, you know, gas furnace and air conditioner upstairs and a separate one downstairs and a separate one in your basement. Now that's going to be a whole lot more money, but that is another way of zoning without dampers. Okay. Um, but a lot of times that's very difficult to find three places to put three systems in just the way your house is constructed. It's, and where, how am I going to run the ductwork to do that? That becomes very problematic. Um, usually we have a threshold of about 
5,000 square feet, you can do it with one system. If you exceed that, you're probably going to need two systems and a zone system because it's just too much mm. capacity for one system to handle. Okay, yeah. interesting. So there's a lot of variations. And some people, as another way that we zone is, hey, you can have a regular, what we call unitary system, gas furnace and either heat pump or AC for your main floor and then your upper floor that might be a little more difficult to get maybe ductwork to because of the way your house is constructed we can put a ductless mini split up there and so in effect you still have zoning because that unit up there doesn't have ductwork but it's still conditioning that space in and of itself can you get those two units to talk to each other no not to talk to each other like that no the the mini split would have its separate set of controls than the, yeah. the unitary system i'm sure if, if we hang up for this <laughs> podcast in, in another two weeks i'll probably figure it out because the, the fact that we brought it up yeah, somebody, the, will listen somebody out there is listening and saying oh hey we better jump on that yeah so, yeah. so well and yeah. and the same manufacturers make both products i mean i'm sure yeah. it's only a matter of time yeah before it, they do, right? it is and again and there's some multi-city type uh, systems that can heat and cool at the same time. And, and then you get, that's a little bit more involved and more to the commercial side, but it still can be adapted to the residential side. Okay. So, yeah. so we've talked about in these podcasts, we've talked about now zoning. We've talked mm-hmm. about the variable speed. Yeah. The other podcast that we did, the first episode was indoor air quality. Right. If we're having a zone system, how does that affect the indoor air quality or does it? It, uh, it, I don't know that it, it has an effect only in that everything that you do through whatever zone has to run through that IAQ device, mm-hmm. whether it's a clean effects, a train clean effects filter we sell or an air scrubber. All of that has to still come back to the originating system yeah. um, to clean that air. So, but again, in zoning, when we're when we're changing airflows based on zone need, mm-hmm. airflow gets slowed down. And when airflow can slow down, that device, that IAQ device has an easier way of trapping particles. So they all kind of work really well together when those situations occur. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. did we miss anything with, with the zoning? The, the- no, I, I think the only thing, the only we would add is, yes, it does cost more you know can range depending on the outcome of that you know anywhere from three thousand to seven thousand eight thousand dollars and so you start to say wow okay well is that worth it am i going to say usually what customers am i going to save that money in a certain amount of no no because the the variable speed as a as a contrast that is a way to save it because you're not running at full speed when you're running yes yeah you you're you're using less energy yes. to run the fan slower, to run yeah. the system slower. And there is an energy savings to zoning. Don't don't get me wrong. There is. It's just not the driving priority that we... Because if someone's come, hey, I want zoning. Okay, why do you want it? That's our first question. Why do you want it? I want to save money. Okay, you can, but it's... Here's what we need to tell you. It's probably not the... We talk about it this way. There's the cake and there's the icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. The icing on the cake is, yeah, you're going to save some money. The cake... The important part, I guess, if you're not into icing, is that it it's comfort. It's zoning is about comfort and the ability to dictate your comfort in any space in your structure. That's really what it boils down yeah. to. And and we'll go back to what we said at the very beginning, which is zoning serves two functions, which is the ability to keep 
the house or the you know whatever building you're in mm -hmm. keep everything the same temperature mm -hmm. or gives right. you the ability to right. make it variable temperatures throughout you know the right. different zones yeah, and, it's and just, where it's important yeah it's just what whatever you are you can have either one of those two yeah. and still be because everybody's level of comfort is different yep. some people like i want it the same every floor or every room some people like no I want this area to be this, you know, a, a great one is master bedrooms, houses that have big master bedrooms, and then they have the proverbial workout room. Oh, yeah. They don't want the workout room to be 70 degrees. That makes sense. <laughs> no one does. Yeah. Um, so they might want to say, hey, this is my workout slash gym room. I want that to be cooler than my living room or my I want to walk TV in. I want to walk in. It's going to make me start moving because it's a little frigid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, makes... you know, I think what we would, to summarize, what we'd end up saying is you, when someone says, I want zoning, there's a real good conversation that has to occur so that the expectations are set. Mm -hmm. They understand what it is and we understand from them, what are you trying to achieve? And that's, that's probably the most important step when we start to design zoning systems is yeah. to get that out on the table. And do we have the ability, you mentioned that you, the only time you mess with your system at all is going from the season change from winter yeah. to summer and yeah. back and forth. Yeah. Can you set it up seasonally? Is that something you can do or you just have to um, go and make your little adjustments? I, I mean, you can, but it's, it's so much easier just to do it the yeah, other manual. way, which is, and for us, you know, where we live here, it's really, it's really more winter, summer. So yeah. at, you know, at night in the winter, you know, we want the, the upper bedroom, let's say it's going to naturally get where we want it to get without much help from the system. Can't call for that in the summer. No, yeah. we need help from the system to get it to the same temperature. Sure. So those temperatures change. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Cause you could take the same house and just rotate it, uh, mm -hmm. you know, with the sun, we get the sun in the evening mm -hmm. on our bedroom, but you turn that exact yeah. same floor plan around and that's morning sun changes coming it. in. It's going to change. Totally everything, changes so. it now. And that's what the, one of the things we look at and we sit down and when we find out what they want, now we look at the orientation. Okay. What's facing Southwest. What's facing West. That's going to be a penetrating area for cooling. We got to address that North side. Not so much. So we, it's really a bunch of different variables that come together when we find out what do you want? And what's important to you and how is your house structured and we go from there all right well that's yeah. a great place to start uh best thing to do is pick up the phone and call class and heating and cooling yeah. or go to class heating.com you can talk with tim and his team yeah. and have that ever so important first meeting where yeah. you can actually figure out what it is you're trying to accomplish which right. Right. should be comfort which should be comfort yeah, absolutely i think so yeah all right so if you if you want any more information about indoor air quality or about um, the variable speed options that are available two of those podcasts are both available uh, where you found this one um, and then we'll do another one uh, very soon uh, do you have an idea for the next topic yet? I, I don't but I think we'll come up with no, one I don't, I don't yet maybe best movies uh, be best movies would be great yeah, we'll see how your Lakers, that would go on we'll see how your Lakers do in the, in the playoffs and <laughs> we can talk about that yeah that might be a short conversation <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, well thank you for listening to the Klaus and Heating and cooling podcast we'll have another one for you soon and have a wonderful day thank you for listening to the clausen heating and air conditioning podcast if you have more questions about today's topic or want to see how clausen can make your home more comfortable call 503-618-9646 or go to clausenheating.com